Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Driven Not Given podcast. And today we're going to talk about are men being feminized? Let's get into it. So that's the question, right? Are men being feminized? And absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt, in my opinion, the answer to that is yes. And I, I listen, it's not just my opinion. That's what's happening. Now, why is this happening? I have no idea why this is happening. I believe that it's an agenda that's happening. And I'm going to give you a lot of proof right now. I'm going to share with you. And there's a lot of evidence. The thing is that the evidence is scattered everywhere. So a lot of people don't know where to look. But I'm going to give you some places that you could look today. Now, one of the quotes that, that I love by Andrew Tate uh, that, that made a lot of sense and is so true. He says, if you want to control a population, get rid of the masculine youth. The masculine youth. And that's so incredibly true, right? Nowadays, young men are being told, hey, you don't, you know, toxic masculinity. And you don't have to, you know, be a strong man. And nowadays, the heroes that they are portraying in the media and in movies are people that are weak and that complain. If you look at, you know, 10, just 10 years ago, 20 years ago, who were the heroes in the movies, right? Who were the heroes in the shows? It was masculine men. And little by little, men are being feminized and feminized. And I'm going to give you a whole lot of evidence in this episode to support what I'm saying. So first and foremost, you have, we have to understand a couple of things. Let's look at prominent people, right? Let's look at famous people like movie stars, like basketball players, athletes, etc. right? Let's look at some of these pictures of some of these men dressing like women, right? And you tell me if you think that this is not going to influence the youth. Right. So let's look at some of these pictures. So here we have a picture of Vin Diesel. I mean, Vin Diesel. Come on, man. We all remember the Fast and the Furious. This is a guy with a super thick voice. Right. Muscles. Right. Just like a bad dude. Punched some dude in the face. I mean, you know, just a bad dude. Right. Look at this dude wearing a skirt, man. I mean, come on. So, so you got him. You got people like Dwayne Wade. Who's this other guy? Jared Leto. I don't even know who Jared Leto is. The name sounds familiar. Right. Then we got this guy, Gerard Butler. Right. Also wearing a skirt. I don't know who Billy Porter is, but, you know, that's another guy. As I mentioned, Dwayne Wade, Kanye West, Jaden Smith. Right. And, and, and look at the rest of these images. Look, 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 look at this. Somebody come look at this. Look at this. Somebody come and look at this. Look at this. So the point is, yes, it is an agenda that's happening. And but here's a bottom line. A lot of these people that dress like this, they also they will never, ever speak against the side that is pushing this stuff. It's the same side that's pushing, well, I'm not going to get into it because of YouTube. I don't want to get cut off of YouTube, right? But if you notice, there's a certain side that people cannot speak against, the left. Nobody can speak against the left. They can speak about the right all they want, but they can't speak about the left at all. And that is a side that's pushing it. And again, I'm going I'm to continue to give you some information and some evidence to support what I'm saying. And a lot of the links that I'm referring to are going to be shared in the description of this video as well. See, I believe in traditional masculinity, right? The importance to be strong and confident men. And I think that's important in society, right? And that's how it's been really up until the last 10 years. What is it that's changing? And I do see that there is an agenda to feminize men, and I think it's harmful and it's counterproductive, frankly. Now, I want to get into a video here um, where Jordan Peterson answers some of these questions, right? So let's watch this video, and then I'm going gonna, 
I'm going to give you my thoughts on what he's saying. And, and I want to see if you agree because he makes a lot of great points. And I think anybody that's looking at it from an unbiased point of view is going to see a lot of value and a lot of truth in what he's saying. So let's get into that video. We've met some of your fans and uh, we got the impression they were all male fans, that, the ones that we talked to, um, and that they were struggling with their manhood and that you uh, give them this message that it's okay to be a man. It's not okay. It's necessary. What the hell are we going to do without men? You look around the city here, you see all these buildings go up, these men, they're doing impossible things. They're under the streets, working on the sewers, they're up on the power lines, in the storms, in the, in the rain. They're keeping this impossible infrastructure functioning, this thing that works in a miraculous manner. They work themselves to death, and often literally, and, and the, the, um, the gratitude for that is sorely lacking, especially among the people who should be most grateful. You see university professors, especially of the social justice bent, who are among the most protected and privileged people that the world has ever produced. They take everything they have for granted, failing to understand entirely that there's a massive infrastructure of unbelievably hardworking, solidly laboring, working-class men breaking themselves in half on a regular basis, making sure that everything that always breaks works. And so a little gratitude for that is in order. And it's very useful to tell everyone, not just men, that they have an important role to play, a necessary role, and that if they act properly and honestly and forthrightly, that they can put their lives together and they can help their families and they can make their communities better and that that's not toxic masculinity, that appalling phrase. It's what keeps the world going round. And if we had any sense, we'd understand that instead of doing everything at every possible moment to label what we have in the West as oppressive and patriarchal and, and, and fundamentally predicated on power of all the insane propositions. I love Jordan Peterson, man. And I think that video right there was such a, that short clip, right? He said so much and it's so incredibly true, right? Nowadays, if you look at movies, right? If you look at shows, and I mentioned this earlier, you look at movies, you look at shows, men are being made to look stupid. Look at Spider-Man today versus Spider-Man 10, 20 years ago. Look at the Hulk now. Now they got the She-Hulk. Hey, nothing wrong with having the She-Hulk, but the way that they make the Hulk look, the point is, is indoctrination. And kids are starting to see that, and they're starting to see that over and over, right? Back in the days, people like Martin Luther King, people that stood up for something, people that were brave, that had their own opinions, they were looked at as the heroes. Nowadays, the people that complain and the people that are victims are looked at as the heroes. For many years, personal development, we've taught, right? What is a victim? Somebody that blames, complains, and justifies. That's now a hero. If you look at some of my trainings, some of just personal development trainings in general, look at some of Tony Robbins' trainings. They often talk about, hey, listen, you don't want to be a victim. Because in life, life doesn't reward victims. Life doesn't reward people that act like a victim. Life rewards people that are victors. That you fall down seven times and you get up on the eighth time. That you're not living a life blaming other people. Blaming society. You know what I mean? It's just complaining all the damn time. Right? So it's really sad what's happening. And, and here's what's happening. They're making society weak as a whole. 
And that's what's happening. And that's one of the things that I think that men and women, both, everybody has their part, right? I'm not saying that one is more important than the other. Absolutely not. Listen, man, I've got queens in my life. My mother is the first queen of my life. My wife is a, was a second queen in my life and is, you know, my current queen now, right? She plays an incredibly important role. But I think that part of the reason why right now there's so many kids that are growing up without parents, guess what? The government, what, what do they say? Oh, if you're a, a woman, right, and you're raised without a, a you know, if your husband or your, your, your baby's father's not around, we're going to give you more money. Compline drives behavior. So what does that do? It creates a lot more, you know, oh, well, fine, I don't care. I don't need him. And guess what? Kids are raised without a father figure. And that, that is causing a big, big problem. And that comes from somebody that was indeed raised by a single mom. I saw those things. One of the things personally that for me helped me out is getting involved in martial arts. And I got my father figure from my karate teacher. Uh, okay, shout out to Jose Pacheco, right? You know, he was an incredible father figure. And that kept me out of getting in so much trouble. So anyways, I love that clip. Here's another clip of Jordan Peterson that's a, that's a very short clip, but very powerful. And I could relate to a lot because I'm also a martial artist. So let's, let's take a look at that clip. There's a big difference between letting people do something for themselves and saying men should be dangerous. By dangerous, that implies I should be ready to threaten someone, to hurt somebody. No, you should be capable of it, but that doesn't mean you should use it. There's nothing to you otherwise. Like if you're not a formidable force, there's, not, there's no morality in your self-control. If you're incapable of violence, not being violent isn't a virtue. People who teach martial arts know this full well, right? If you learn a martial art, you learn to be dangerous, but simultaneously you learn to control it. Both of those come together. And the combination of that capacity for danger and the capacity for control is what brings about the virtue. Otherwise, you confuse weakness with, with moral virtue. I'm harmless, therefore I'm good. It's like, no, that isn't how it works. That isn't how it works at all. If you're harmless, you're just weak. And if you're weak, you're not going to be good. You can't be, because it takes strength to be good. It's very difficult to be good. Woo, that was fire. And that is so incredibly true, but what is a certain side, and, and I'm not hiding what side I'm referring to, the left, the left. If you don't know what, the, what I refer to, what I'm referring to by the left is the Democratic Party. That is a side that pushes all of these stupid things that, that, that have no common sense, right? Are, it's not about toxic masculinity, it's about a toxic human. I've seen some really toxic men and I've seen some really toxic women. I've seen women that slap the, you know what, out of a man. I've seen women that slap the crap out of women. I mean, I've seen it all. But a man should be dangerous and have it under control, right? I remember one time I went to, we went to watch some fights. My brother took his girlfriend at the time. And then we went to another bar in Downey, California. It was a, a billiards bar and they were showing the fights there too, right? So we decided to go to that bar instead. When we're outside, my brother's arguing with his girlfriend, and then three guys come out of the bar drunk, and they start problems, and I'm trying to talk him out of it. I'm saying, hey, guys, come on, man. He's talking to his girl. You know, please leave us alone. We don't even know who you guys are. You know, and they, long story short, they keep talking crap. And lastly, I'd say, listen, the cops come here all the time because they, they, they were clearly wanted to fight. These guys were drunk and looking for trouble. And I'm over here trying to be peaceful. I said, listen, man, the cops come here all the time, and if we get in a fight right now, guys, we're all going to jail. Let's just drop it, man. And we literally didn't even say a word to him. It was my brother talking to his girl. Long story short, they were trying to take my brother's girlfriend, right? They're saying, oh, come with us and blah, 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 right? And she was like, 
And these guys, three of them, and it's two of us, two men, my brother and I, little did we know there was a fourth guy at the bar about to come out. Long story short, they proceed to try to hit us. So when the guy loads up, because when you're trained as a martial artist, you see the little subtle things that the person does, right? Like when they throw a punch, for example, they don't just throw it from the chamber, they load up and they're wide. So this load up, you're seeing something. That's extra time. It's a millisecond. This open up, right? They're doing this. You see it coming. So when I see that dude hit, bam, I hit him with a cross right down the middle, right? And he almost falls, his knees buckle, and comes back and throws another punch, and I move, and I hit him again with another cross. And the guy gets knocked out. Long story short, we beat up these three guys. By the, the, then, like a minute late, less than a minute later, this all happened like in 20, 30 seconds, a fourth guy comes out. After I had already dropped two, two guys, this fourth dude comes out, and all of a sudden, he's, you know, he's got his hands around me, and I end up grabbing him in what's called the plum, and I knead him in the groin, and he goes down. Long story short, listen, that was a street fight that we were in that we had nothing to do about it, but I, was I grateful for my martial arts training? Yes, I won a world title a long time ago. When I was 18 years old, I won a world title in karate, right? And I, I'm, I'm a lifelong martial artist, but I've got it under control, and I'm one of the most gentle people with my wife, with my two kids, I teach my kids martial arts. I teach my kids, listen, you are a martial artist and we don't bully and we don't let other people get bullied. We defend those people who can't defend themselves. You have this skill set and this strength to be able to protect yourself and protect the people that you love and protect those people who can't protect themselves. So there's a lot of people that think that there's a, it's a virtue to be harmless. Oh, I'm weak, right? So, so therefore, I'm good. No, 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 no. You're harmless, right? And you're weak. It's a lot more respectable. And listen, women are wired like this. A woman wants a man that can provide and protect. A woman wants a man who can provide and protect. Now, there's a small population of women that have been brainwashed into this whole, oh, I don't need a man thing. And that's a woman that ends up at the age of 60 with three cats and no husband because she became the man that she wanted to attract. That's not who I'm referring to. But women are wired to want a man that is strong, that is, an attractive, that is attractive to straight women, a strong man that can protect, that can defend, that can provide, Right? And martial artists know that, right? There's a quote that I, that, that I saw on Instagram, on an Instagram reel, as a matter of fact. It says, nobody will know how much violence it took to be this gentle. And that is so absolutely true. The more violence, it, it, let's say in training, in competition, the more gentle you become. And, you know, there, there's also a study that was done. Uh, I forget who the guy was, and I'll probably title it here in the description. But he said that the most dangerous person in the world is a young, lonely man who's broke. A young, lonely man who's broke. Yes, but guess what? If you teach kids, let's, I'm a man, so I'm going to talk about men and boys, right? If you teach them how to be confident, how to be strong, how to be social, you're going to be able to avoid those things. But guess who tend to be the boys that tend to be the loneliest and, the, and not have any money? Those that didn't have Strong influences in their life, particularly strong male influences in their life. So right here, this guy tries to change a narrative. And that's one of the things that the left does a lot, right? They try to change a narrative, right? They try to, you know, just tweak it. They say, oh, so what you're saying is that, you know, one should be dangerous. That, that implies that one should hurt people or attack people or something like that, right? 
And, and Jordan Peterson says, no, 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 you should be capable of inflicting pain, of inflicting danger. You should be capable of it. Doesn't mean you should do it, but you should be capable of it. Because here's one thing I know. I've got a one and a half year old son, an eight year old son, and my beautiful wife. If we are walking down the mall, if we're walking to a restaurant and some stuff pops up, my family knows to get behind me and that daddy's a warrior and I'm going to be able to defend my family more than likely. I mean, unless a guy's got weapons, unless, unless it's a bunch of people. But no matter how many people it is, it could be one person, it could be 10 people. I will automatically be fearless at that point. Why? Because I am strong. I am capable. And I will do my very best to be a warrior to protect my family. It reminds me of the Bruce Lee quote. He says, it's better to be a warrior in a garden than to be a gardener in a war. What I imply, what I tell people is this. Listen, man, you, everybody should learn martial arts. Men or women, you should learn martial arts. You should be strong. Men, you should lift weights. It increases testosterone, which we're going to get into here a little bit later. You should surround yourself with other men that have higher testosterone levels than you. Just by doing that, your testosterone levels will go up. Now, you might call it bro science. And yeah, th that might be a little bit of bro science. But one thing that I do know, I know for a fact that that is a fact. So anyways, I don't know if that makes sense, but let, let's, let's keep going with the video. So the first problem with this agenda to feminize men is that it promotes weakness. It promotes passivity. That's not what men are designed for. Men are designed to be assertive. Men are designed to be confident. Men are designed to be strong. And this has been essential for human progress and survival throughout history. But the feminization agenda undermines these things. How do they undermine them? They undermine them by promoting things like this. Emotional expression, vulnerability, and other traditional feminine traits that are not always useful in high-pressure situations. I wish somebody would do an experiment on this. You put 20 men and 20 women in a bar, right? And you take 10 men that are feminized, right? That believe in, oh, I'm in touch with my feminine side and, you know, I'm very emotional and all of these qualities that are being promoted. Then you take the other 10 men and you make them strong, confident, assertive men, right? Men that like to go to the gym, like to work out. Men that are confident in themselves, right? You put those 20 men in a room with 20 women. Let's see which of the men are more popular amongst a group of women. And I guarantee you 100 out of 100 times is going to be the strong, assertive men. But the problem is that there's young men and young boys that are being told that, oh, that's toxic to be that way. You don't have to be that strong. You don't have to train martial arts. You don't have to lift weights. You don't have to be physically strong. No, 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 that's not true. That is not how human nature has been. I mean, shit, the same people that are saying these things are the same people that, guess what, are saying that there's more than two genders. The, the, the mind-boggling thing about that is that there's so many people that are buying into this just because it's on television, just because there's a famous movie star or a famous uh, artist that agrees with this view. So people say, well, if this artist agrees with that view, if my favorite movie star agrees with that view, then it must be true. No, it mustn't be true. Most people don't know how to think for themselves. Common sense isn't too common. It's common sense. There's two genders. It's common sense that was worked throughout history, right? And listen, we, we are in a, if, if you look at the numbers, if you look at the studies, right, we are in a time in history where I just read that the amount of people that are dying is going to, for the first time in history, surpass the amount of people being born, okay? 
Uh, why is that important? The reason why that's important is because men's testosterone levels today, it's a lot of things, but one of them is men's testosterone levels today are the lowest that they've ever been in the history of mankind. Over the last 20 years, men's testosterone levels have decreased by about 1% per year. That is massive. Men don't want that. I guarantee you women don't want that either. I'm going to get into the testosterone stuff here in a bit, but before I forget, I want to mention this story. There's a guy named Stefan Arino, wrote, wrote some great books. I think the guy passed away a couple years ago. Rest in peace. He mentioned about a story that he recalls when he was young, right? And here's what the story was. He was young and he went to, to the beach with his aunt, with two of his aunts and two of his cousins who were girls. They were, you know, he was a little boy and they were two little girls. So he was there with four females, okay? Two women, two girls, his age, his cousins, right? It kind of reminds me of my, my, my son. My son has two cousins who are girls, right? There's clearly difference between boys and girls, right? It's always been the case and it will always be the case. Okay, so he notices that as they're putting their bathing suits on, the, the four people that he went to the pool, to the uh, beach with, his two aunts and his two cousins who are all girls, their bathing suits were naturally different than his bathing suit. Now, granted, this is in the 80s. So his bathing suit was probably just a pair of shorts. No shirt, right? That's his bathing suit as a boy. The girls' bathing suits were naturally different. So him being a boy that was like five years old or six years old at the time, he tells him, hey, how come my bathing suit is different? Can I get one like yours? And they told him the common sense answer. Oh, no, buddy. You're a boy. That is your bathing suit. Bathing suits between boys and girls are different. And he chuckled it off and he thought to himself, oh, got it. As a five-year-old, I'm learning a whole lot of things. I just learned something right now, boom, and didn't think anything of it. Just goes on by his day. What if that was not in the 80s, but that was in these years, 2023? And those ants that he was with happened to be some of these woke people with no common sense. They would have said, oh! He, they would have taken his confusion as he wants to be a girl or he wants to dress like a girl. Who are we to judge and tell him what he is or what he is not? Go buy him a bathing suit. Go buy him a bathing suit, Karen. Karen, go get him a bathing suit that looks like us because apparently he wants to dress like us. Maybe, maybe he is a girl. No, that's bullshit. I, see, I don't really, I try not to cuss that often, but sometimes I cuss on purpose. I want to drive a point. That is absolute dog shit. He just didn't know anybody who's a five-year-old. What if he said, oh, you, you're smoking that cigarette? Oh, that guy's smoking some weed. Can I smoke some weed? Oh, maybe he identifies as an older person that likes weed or cigarettes. Just like you wouldn't let him smoke cigarettes. And by the way, the left will one day say that that's perfectly fine. I, I'm, I guarantee it. One day they'll say that that's perfectly fine. They're trying to, that, that, that same group, the left, is trying to get kids, they're trying to say kids are sexual from the day they're born. You mark my words, by the year 2030, those pedophiles, I'm telling you, man, they're going to pass a law where pedophilia is legal by the year 2030. You mark my words. Now, the way that people have accepted right now all this bullshit of toxic masculinity and all this bullshit of these things that we're talking about here today, gradually, right, the, the, the fact, the, the, well, not the fact, the narrative that there's more than two genders, right, 
And so many people believe it. You know why that's happened? Because gradually they've been cooking you like a frog. Let me, give you, let me give you the frog story for those of you guys that may not know. There is a frog, and this frog, they put it in a little, what is it called? Little pot. They put it in a pot, right? I, I couldn't even think of the words. So there's a frog, right? The analogy of the frog is they put it in a pot, and the pot has a little bit of water. And it's room temperature water, so the frog's in there chilling. Oh, okay, cool. I'm just, you know, hanging out. Then they put up the heat a little bit. It's on the stove. They put up the heat a little tiny bit. So now it starts to get warm. The frog is not alarmed because it's getting warmed gradually. Then they start to raise up the heat, raise up the heat, raise up the heat. Then eventually it is pretty damn hot like a jacuzzi. But the frog is okay and it's not jumping out. You know why? Because it gradually is getting cooked. Then eventually it's at an all-time high and the frog didn't even realize that the frog is now cooked. Guess what? That's what they're doing with people. They're cooking people like the frog because gradually they got you to believe in a lot of this bullshit that you now accept like there's more than two genders. No, there's not more than two genders. Gradually, they're going to get a bunch of those same people to think, oh, pedophilia is okay. And a lot of, mark my words, a lot of people are going to stand by that narrative and they're going to call you a bigot for not believing in what they believe in. So getting back to the testosterone side, right? We, I briefly touched on that earlier. Not only are they trying to feminize men, but one of the ways that they're feminizing men that I don't think is a coincidence is that men's testosterone levels are at an all-time low. Lower than they've ever been in history. They've never been lower than they are right now. And the average testosterone between a man, for the average man right now, they say that the normal levels of testosterone are between 200 and 1,000 nanograms, right? The first thing that comes to my mind is I'm like, why such a wide gap? Between 200 and 1,000, that seems like a pretty damn wide gap. Why is that? Is it because if it was a smaller gap that made a little bit more sense, there'd be a lot less, a lot more, a lot more men would be alarmed. Like, oh, snap, my, my testosterone levels are a lot lower than they should be, right? So, but those are low levels. So I want you to look at these images here. I'm going to show you an image of a uh, high school class of 1980, a high school class of the year 2000, and a high school class of the year 2020, right? S tell me if you see any differences in these pictures. Look at the picture of the 1980 class. Now look at the picture of the 2000 class. And then lastly, let's look at the picture of the 2020 class. Do you see a difference in these? Look at the 1980 class again. Do you see these men here? Now let's look at the picture of the 2020 class. What do you see here? Do you see men or do you see boys? There's a clear difference between those two images. That is, what, 40-year difference. Testosterone levels, listen, testosterone levels are down. And I'm going to get into why some of those things are. And I personally think that this is happening by design, 100% by design. And here's one thing that's interesting. Men are less fertile these days as well. Women are less fertile these days right now. And then the powers that shouldn't be are also talking about depopulation. They're saying that there's too many people in the world and that they need to bring that number down, right? Even in the Georgia Guidestones that recently got blown up, uh, which was a little bit weird, it says right there that what the population should be is that it should be half a billion people. To put things into perspective, okay, there's about eight, almost 8 billion people in the world right now, so they're trying to bring it down to, I believe the number is one sixteenth of that, right? Half a billion. So these people are saying, and here, here's a side note that I didn't plan on saying, but it's interesting to say. 
Back in like 2016, Bill Gates was doing, a, I think, a TED Talk, and he said, we have to control the population, and if we do a good enough job with healthcare and with vaccines, we can bring the population numbers down. I don't know, man, but watch the documentary, Die Suddenly, and that little phrase that I just said right now, I think it's going to make some things click in your head. But anyways, I'm not going to get into that. So... There's a big difference between those two classes, right? Why is it that men's testosterone are so low? And is it a coincidence at the same time? So when you couple, hey, if there's a way to lower men's testosterone, and, and, and there, there's some, some things that we are responsible for, but if there's a way to lower men's testosterone, at the same time, feminize them because they're more docile. A man with less testosterone is more docile, right? They're more controllable. They're less opinionated. So let's look at some of this information. Now, one of the things to blame is for sure evolution, right? We live in a very convenient society. Even if you don't have a lot of money, even if you consider yourself broke right now, right? You still live a more comfortable life than a millionaire did 100 years ago. Imagine a million dollars 100 years ago is like the equivalent of 50 to 100 million today. You live more comfortable right now. Whoever it is that's watching this, you live more comfortable right now than a millionaire did 100 years ago. We don't have to hunt for food anymore. We don't have to have, most people don't have those hard labor jobs. We also don't have to hunt for pleasure. Food and pleasure you could get from your phone. Food and pleasure you could just, we don't have to go to a club, to a bar, to somewhere as a man, for example. I could only speak as a man because I'm a man, right? And go and meet somebody and have that awkward conversation like, hey, how you doing? Hi, my name's JC. You don't have to do that anymore. Just swipe left. Or swipe right. I don't know if it's left or right to dismiss or to approve, right? But you get my point, right? I never did the Tinder thing. But um, you just said, boom, boom. And, oh, shoot. We swiped on each other. So cool. There you go. You know, that awkward connection. So you don't have to hunt for that. Another thing that, that is really destroying people's testosterone and, and, a lot of, and it's affecting men in a lot of ways is porn, right? People want pleasure. It's easy. Back in the days, what did, what did men have? They had magazines. They had maybe some DVDs or some VHS or whatever the case may be. Now, there's unlimited access to it via your cell phone. You don't have to hunt for it anymore. Food, you don't have to go hunt for food. You don't have to hunt for pleasure. You don't have to hunt for dating. It's all very easy. It's all very convenient. And I think that that's for sure, of course, that is one of the reasons why men's testosterone are lower. They're not as comp they don't have to be as competitive as they used to. Put yourself in a competitive environment. Go ahead and join a group of men at a kickboxing class, at a jiu-jitsu class. See if your testosterone levels don't go up. One of the main things is that people aren't moving their bodies like they used to anymore either. They, most people don't really exercise, right? They're not moving their bodies. They're not doing a lot of physical labor. So there's a lot of things that are contributing to that. But I'm going to get into some things here in detail. Let's get into it. So let's look at this. A 2007 study by, uh, by Ann Harding on Reuters.com shows that in the last 20 years, men's testosterone levels have steadily been decreasing by 1% per year. So here's the deal. Lower testosterone has been proven to impact a man's sexual drive, libido, muscle mass, mental health, and a man's memory. Frankly, in my opinion, a man with higher testosterone levels is significantly happier than a man that has lower testosterone levels. I personally experienced that myself, and I've seen it in other people many, many times. Think about this. Men are diminishing at the same time that they're being feminized and their testosterone levels are decreasing. I would highly encourage everybody watch the documentary. Let me get that documentary. 
The documentary is called The Disappearing Male. It's on Amazon Prime. They talk about so many, <coughs> so many things, and they talk about in some cities how there is such a large gap between how many girls are born and how many boys are born because of the chemicals in the environment and also so many things that we consume that affect boys and girls, but they affect men even more, right? So I, I highly encourage that you guys watch that documentary called The Disappearing Male. So let's get into a couple of tips here that I have found out that have worked for me, that I've seen countless studies on, and some of the things that help men increase their testosterone. I've been applying some of these things, and uh, I know that it's worked for me. I notice a difference in the gym. I notice a difference in my uh, ability to focus. I notice the, the energy increases, right? So number one is good sleep. Most people don't get enough good sleep, and what they recommend is that you get at least eight hours of solid sleep. And I think that is very often taken for granted, right? And, and, uh, but, but for me personally, I, I, I mean, I go to sleep at 10 or 11 p.m., and I'm up by like 6.30 or 7. So I try my best to get those eight hours. I don't always get those eight hours. We have a baby. If it wasn't for the baby, I'd be up at 7, right? But usually I'm up like around 6 or 6.30. The next one is a simple, a basic one, something that every, every, everybody here probably already knows, right? But it's exercise, particularly weightlifting. Weightlifting increases testosterone, and not all exercise is created equal, right? For example, if you look at images of long-distance runners, they're very skinny, right? Now, you look at images of sprinters. Sprinters are jacked. They're buff, right? Clearly, if somebody put an image between a long-distance runner and a sprinter, and you had to guess who had higher testosterone levels, it's probably the sprinter. So anyways... As far as exercise are concerned, I believe that men, to increase your testosterone, absolutely weight lift. The next one is, I mentioned this earlier, hang around men that have higher testosterone levels. The more competitive a man is, usually is a telltale sign that they have higher testosterone levels. You know, I work out at a, at a kickboxing gym, right? And um, I don't go too often. Shout out to the Yard Muay Thai. When I go there, I, I like to go there on Saturday mornings. And I go there Saturday mornings, 9 a.m., and then there's a group of men that are working out, and they're running across the gym, then they're doing sprints, then they're carrying each other's legs, right? And I forget what it's called. Uh, and then they, they're getting to the end, and they're doing, uh, uh, you know, pull-ups. Then they get down, and they're doing squats, and they're doing push-ups, and they're doing bear crawls, right? And this is all just a warm-up. And you got a bunch of men with high testosterone levels, and these guys are in great shape. They're buff. They got, you know, broad shoulders, big legs, just strong dudes that work out. And they're doing this for about 30 minutes, just like hardcore on a Saturday morning, right? And it's, it's you know, it's intense. Then afterwards, Saturday is sparring day. So that means that they get their gloves on, they get the shin guards on, they get their mouthpiece in, and boom, they, you know, they're hitting each other. They're clocking each other. I know that when I'm there and I'm working out with these dudes, it's a different workout than when I work out at the local gym. It's a different workout. My testosterone levels automatically increase. I feel my energy. I feel the way that I push myself is significantly different by hanging out with these people because just like I teach in business, proximity is everything. Proximity. You hang around people that have what you want. Do what they do and you'll get what they've got. The same thing applies with muscle mass. The same thing applies with testosterone. You cannot hang around people like that. But guess what? What if you're hanging out a bunch of 
docile, weak, complaining, victim men. What do you think you're going to become? You're going to become exactly what you hang around with. So I would also recommend hang out with strong, competitive men with higher testosterone levels than you have. The next one, decrease instant gratification. Instead of ordering Uber Eats, cook yourself some natural food. Try to get some organic food. Stop eating so much processed food, right? But decrease uh, instant gratification. Stop watching porn, right? Buy some, you know, cook for yourself instead of going out there and, and, and you know, buying. Not only that, if we cook for ourselves, we're going to be able to eat cleaner food that is generally healthier. And we know what's going into that food. So I'm very, very big on, I go to the, my local farmer's market once a week. I buy my meat from the farmer's market. Grass-fed meat, free-range chicken. That's where we get our eggs and our chicken from. That's where we get our steak from. That's where we get our, 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 our bison from. Because I want to put good stuff into my body. If it grows out of the earth, that's what I want to put in my body, right? My philosophy is if it comes in a bog, box, bag, or a can, don't eat it. Try your best to eat as clean and as organic as you can. Because I'm telling you, man, and I'm going to link the videos here. There's going to be a couple good videos here that are going to talk about how you could increase and what are the things that you could cut off to increase your testosterone levels. The next one is... Start making some money, as simple as that may sound. If you start to go and you increase your, your income in 2023 by an extra 40, 50%, 100%, I guarantee you had to become more competitive than you are now and you had to level up and you had to do things different or maybe hang out with different people. So anyways, I gave you guys a lot of information on how men are being feminized big time, on how men's testosterone levels are, are at an all-time low and nobody's doing anything about it. Now, why is it that nobody's doing anything about it? Why is it that there's not a lot of people talking about this Blowing the whistle, letting people know. Well, I believe that part of the reason why that's happening is because of men's low testosterone levels. Men don't stand up for what they believe in anymore. They care too much about other people's opinion. They care about offending other people. They care about losing friends. And I think that is a sign of a weak man. And I think that is also due to the fact that I, I see some men and I'm like, yeah, you could tell this dude's, this dude's got low T. He's got low testosterone. He doesn't stand up for himself. He doesn't have any thoughts of his own. He doesn't have a mind of his own to think and make up, come up with his own conclusion. He just agrees with the current thing. Agrees with the current thing. The media says this, that's what it must be, right? Oh, the, the, the media now says that there's more than two genders. That's what it must be. I mean, I, I mean, it's just ridiculous. So I think that we need more strong men to stand up, to say something, to be opinionated. Hey, listen, we don't have to agree on everything. That's perfectly fine. You don't, you don't agree with me? That's, put in the comments what you don't agree with. It doesn't matter. It's not going to hurt my feelings. It is what it is. That's a beautiful thing about having freedom of speech. But little by little, that freedom of speech is being taken away and taken away. So in conclusion, while I believe in equality and respect for everybody, men and women, I do not agree with the feminization of men. Not at all. Instead, I believe that we should celebrate traditional masculinity. We should encourage men to embrace their natural strengths and qualities. And then here's the deal, by doing that, we create a society that is both strong and compassionate. So anyways, listen, man, these are my takes. The beautiful thing is that we still have freedom of speech. This is my freedom of speech that I am using. And I believe that this is something, I have two boys, you know, I'm around a lot of men and women all the time. And I give advice to a lot of men. A lot of men come to me and I see, man, I see sometimes some men that are 25 years old, 24 years old, 22 years old, 
the way they carry themselves, the way they talk, the way their body looks, the way they don't work out, the way they live such a life of convenience. Like, no, you got to change that, man. You know what I mean? You got to act like a man. You got to man up. You got you to gotta absolutely man up. And there's not enough people talking about it. That's why I'm talking about it. So anyways, again, give me your opinions, whether you agree with me, whether you disagree with me. You're not going to hurt my feelings. You know why? Because I'm a man's man. It doesn't matter. I don't expect you to agree with me. I don't expect you to agree with everything. I don't expect you to agree with anything. But I do know that people with common sense are going to tend to agree with what I say a lot less than disagree. So with that being said, JC Rangel signing off. I'll see you guys at the top or from the top. Subscribe, like, and follow. I'll see you on the next one.